Thank you so much for joining us on another edition of Tifosi Football Radio. My name is Christian Valdanza de Tacchio. And this is Juliano Caleri. Lots to talk about today and what is going to be uh, an overwhelming uh, wealth of breakdowns and information in today's podcast. Juliano, Match Day 25 is in the books. We, yes. got, a ch- we, got, a, we got a change at the top of the table, although it may only be temporary. Uh, Inter now fallen out of first place. AC Milan has now retaken the lead, but Inter do have that game in hand. Yep. Uh, Coppa Italia semifinals set up, which we'll talk about uh, in a moment or two. Uh, Champions League coming up, Europa League coming up, and Europa Conference League coming up. So a very, very, very busy week just before match day 26. Um, there's a lot of a lot of football going on. Yeah. And uh, and not, not only on that side of the pond, but on this side of the pond, we got the CONCACAF Champions League round of 16 starting up this week as well with two Canadian teams um, in the round of 16 for the very first time in CONCACAF history. So let's jump in. Let's get started. Jules, let's talk about the Coppa Italia fixtures. Uh, we all know Inter beat Roman at the Fosi Football Radio Derby 2 nothing on Tuesday. Last Tuesday, yes. which we talked about, AC Milan smashing Lazio for nothing. Um, quite a surprise here. Uh, Fiorentina beating Atalanta three to two at yes. death, and uh, Juve at the death too, beating Sassuolo two to one. What were your thoughts on this, Giuliano? Good games. Now we got two exciting semifinals set up: Derby della Madonnina setting up over the, two the legs. Copa Italia, yeah, f- over two legs for the first time since 1985, I believe it's been. Yeah. And then we got Vlahovic against Fiorentina, so a bit of bad blood there. Uh, so the two very interesting semifinals, anyway, to see who's going to be in the final for the Coppa Italia. What do you think? I'm not surprised by the the only result I'm really surprised by is Fiorentina grabbing that win. I mean, you, you got to feel good if you're a Fiorentina fan. You've been through a, you've been through hell this season, uh, losing your main guy, uh, having that little bit of hope of maybe. Um, getting into Europe and having your dreams pretty much crushed. But this is a this is a small victory for you here. You're in the semifinals. You are two steps away uh, from the Coppa Italia final, uh, which could potentially land you in the Europa League. So if you're a Fiorentina fan, there's, uh, there's definitely reason to be excited. Um, some great matchups inter and ac Milan, the derby della madonna over two legs jewels like you said it's gonna be a it's gonna be smashing i mean this is the these are two top two teams in italy right now so that'll be interesting to see uh and then yeah dusan vlahovic going up against his his old team uh i'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you i would love to see fiorentina uh get through there uh, I'd like to see Fiorentina win the whole thing. I think that would be really cool to it, see, to yeah, be honest. It would be a nice story. It would be a nice it'd story. It would be a nice story, but uh, I still think Inter could do the quadruple. So I'm rooting for Inter as well. So it'll be interesting to see Thank you. Thank you. Thank what you. happens in Coppa Italia. <laughs> but let's get into Serie A. Let's talk about match day 25 jewels. And it all starts. It all started on Saturday with Lazio just smashing Bologna 3 nothing. Any thoughts on this game? That's pretty much it. Yeah, they they ran through them. Lazio continue what they're doing. Yeah. Amazing finishing in the in the box. Since Emilovic can't get his team together, can't do nothing with them. Can't score. Can't defend. It continues the rotten run for Bologna, and more or less the same uh, for these two teams. What did you catch from this game? Yeah, uh, more or less the same. Lazio huge win for them. That 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 put pressure on both 
Atalanta and Juventus, um, who did drop two points each this past weekend. So it's good for Lazio. Lazio slowly gaining ground and slowly putting pressure on a, on a fourth-place finish. I mean, it is possible for them if they can uh, really get a run of results together. And uh, they knew if they were going to push for the top four, this was a huge game that they needed to win and they won it in style very convincing fashion so the focus is completely on uh city and finishing top four it's possible it's going to happen jules and if they keep this run up yeah it's uh they'll be in fourth place in no time yeah they look good were you happy with the penalty call out in that game or no for chido ah, it is what it is it is yeah, what i it thought is. it was it was a strange one it was really and strange then- but w- what would City I'd be without strange penalty calls. I know. And then <laughs> uh, before we leave this game, Matias Akanyi, another two goals. Yeah, Azzurri, yes. March coming up. I'm just around the corner. Mancini, pick up the phone. Yeah. Oh, Maurizio, see what's going on. Um, but next game anyway. Next game. Napoli Inter playing out to a 1-1 draw. I don't know what to think. It's I don't know if Inter had one mind on uh, Liverpool. I know it's been two very rough months for for Inter in terms of schedule but they looked absolutely off the pace Napoli completely outplayed them I thought within the first 60 minutes of the game Inter really scored the only one chance they created Napoli though if I'm a Napoli fan I'm a bit disappointed because this was their chance to make a statement in the league and and beat the defending champs and they couldn't do it they couldn't uh, capitalize on that moment and cement themselves as possible Scudetto uh, you know champs this would have been a a huge victory for them but once again Napoli falls short in the crucial games that's what I saw and uh it's kind of that Jekyll goal was huge to keep Inter uh momentum going yeah huge I mean I think uh I think Inter definitely misses Alessandro Bastoni unfortunately out injured in this game DeMarco played okay uh filling in that role but he's clearly not a center back exactly and, and that, that that's and and Napoli didn't take advantage of that yeah <laughs> right exactly but uh the one thing I will say uh, Kaladu Kulabali, fresh off a, fresh off a, an amazing run at the Afcon championships, yes. and he comes in and continues his form. I mean, they they definitely did miss him, and I think Napoli with Kaladu Kulabali back, that leadership back there, they're going to be a tough nut to crack. Uh, I think the goals conceded uh, is going to go down for Napoli now, so it's going to be really hard to break them down. I think. Yes. Yeah. Going forward. Uh, but that's Napoli and Inter for you. 1-1 draw. Um, and then moving on to the next game, Jules. Uh, Venezia beating Torino 2-1 <laughs> in Torino. I c- did not see this coming. Uh, I don't think anyone did. What the hell is going on with Torino, Jules? I have no idea. They they play a great game, great possession game. Uh, hard done by with the the indirect offside called at the end. Uh Bellotti scored and it was disallowed because his teammate influenced the play. It's a tough, it's a tough three points drop by Torino, but it's the way they've been going. They they do not know how to close out games and uh, Venezia with only two shots scored two goals. So yeah, they took advantage for sure. Yeah, um, they needed that badly. I mean, with Caldi putting pressure, Genoa slowly starting to turn things around. Uh, you know, the writing was kind of on the wall for Venezia that, you know, you need to get your act together or, or you're going to be going back down to City B after one season. And uh, they pulled a, pulled a rabbit out of a hat. Uh, two quick goals in succession. Adamu coming in with a great game and took advantage of the two chances they had. Um, Torino, on the other hand, I mean, they're in really rotten form right now. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about them possibly challenging for a, Euro- a Europe spot. 
and uh, they've now hit a huge stumbling block. Um, they've hit a brick wall, it feels like, and they're not going to like their chances going into their next game, which is uh, the Derby de la Mole with uh, Juventus. So Yeah, possibly uh, four games without a win. Yeah, that's that that's very uh that's a very un that's a very unlike Ivan Juric kind of way. Yeah. Um but I mean hard what are you gonna do? It happens. They're in a dip mm-hmm. right now. Let's see how Juric gets them out of this dip. So Yes. Let's move on to Sunday morning's game, AC Milan. There was no miracles for Sampdoria here. So AC Milan pulling out a one nothing victory over Sampdoria. Giuliano. The only team, the only team in the top four that wanted to win a game uh, this weekend. Yeah. And show it any medal was uh was Milan and Mike Magnan top it into the Super Bowl with that that like seventy yard pass he made to Leal and Leal running on that and scoring. Yeah. It was a beautiful pass and goal and Milan played like Scudetto contenders. It was a fatal. They just completely dominated the entire Sampdoria game, and this is against the, you know, the, one of the informed goalies of the of the city right now. And who, they who played fantastic still. He'd still play, exactly still play fantastic. If it wasn't for him, it would have been a higher scoring game. But Milan, they just look, they look good right now and very hard to beat. They they do. They look really hard to beat and uh, interesting to see. A little bit of shuffling uh, with Stefano Pioli actually putting Alessandro Florenzi on the left side uh, and having Calabria play on the right side. And it actually looked like it worked out a little, pretty good for them. Yeah, due to, yeah, Theo Hernandez suspended for this game, exactly. And that that's one of their major weapons, and they were able to adapt, no problem. Yeah. yeah. Played, a, played a fantastic game, and uh, deservedly so. Deserved to be at the top of Serie A. For I agree, t- I agree. For the time being. Um but a big one nothing victory for them. On to the next game, Empoli Cagliari Jules 1-1. Empoli con- continuing their their rotten run oh, yeah. uh, since the turn of the new year. Cagliari picking up a crucial point here. Uh, and they continue to constant they, they continue to consistently pick up points here and are slowly digging themselves out of the relegation zone, Jules. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we think about this game? Yeah, very much Two teams continuing their form. Uh, Cagliari exactly chipping away out of relegation, and uh, I they haven't won a game since the I think the twelfth of December. So it goes to show you everything about their form. They're they're horrendous right now. Yeah. Um, but Cagliari, yeah, huge after that Venezia. They have that pressure on you to get something, and and they did it away from home. Yeah, absolutely. Um, on to the next game, Jules. Uh, another a relegation battle here. It turns out to be a a one one draw between Genoa and Salernitana Stefano Colantuano's last game in charge thank god out, <laughs> out. Um, he officially like <laughs> relieved of his duties today uh rumor mill is going crazy and the front runner is Andrea Pirlo who is yes. in- actually interested in taking the Salernitana job for the long term so yeah that's this could be something uh, i mean we all know Salernitana is pretty much going to go down but they're going to go down they may come right back up and they might be here to stay. Who knows, right? So yeah, it's an interesting appointment. Do you like that appointment for Salernitana? I if it happens, I think so. I think it's a good uh, it's a good opportunity. I mean, there are some pieces there. I think it'll be interesting to see Frank Ribery being coached by Andrea Pirlo. That'll be uh, <laughs> that'll be really cool. Two rivals in the 2006 World Cup. Um, yeah, I know. would I would hope Pirlo. I I would hope Pirlo. In my honest opinion, would he would hold out because uh, Salernitana? I don't think. Uh, 
it's just not good. If Pirlo gets relegated into Serie B, I think he's good enough to be in Serie A, and I don't want to see him, you know. Oh, maybe he needs even though even himself. though it's not his, he does he does, but he could prove himself easily in one of these mid table clubs. Uh, there's no reason why he shouldn't be considered for a mid table club. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, we'll see for what the happens. game though. What the did game. you think about the game? Genoa dominated and Genoa dominated. can't score goals. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, the one guy chipping in, Mattia Destro, uh, you know, coming Should've out of the wilderness. Trick. Yeah. And uh, scoring that crucial goal. They, they they still struggle to score, but they still – I was shocked that they conceded that goal. And Yeah, uh, the way they play, it was a weak goal too. It wasn't yeah, uh, you, bad you marking. Got, yeah, I mean, I thought this was going to be a one nothing victory for Genoa because they're just a tough nut to crack right now with this, with this new, uh, this new way that Blessing is using them. Uh, but great game on uh, on Genoa's side. I mean, they'll be hard, they'll feel hard done by this. They won't be happy with the point. They should have got the three points. Uh, great to see him at Tiadesto get it back on the score sheet. I mean, he's got a quite a number of goals now, Giuliano, and he's actually in advanced talks with Toronto FC to come after the season. So. Um, <laughs> Or it could be potentially looking at TFC's new striker as of July, yeah. Tia Destro. Well, it looks like it's almost done. They're in advance talk, so uh, <laughs> I, might... I don't know. What to, I don't know what to think of that, but uh, I'm, I'm it's excited okay. for it. I'm excited, excited for, for it. it. Yeah. yeah, former Romanista coming in. That's yeah, fair enough. Fair more enough. reason for me to go to the games now, Jules. <laughs> Fucking Signe. It's all about Destro. <laughs> Loyal to the Roman badge to the end. Anyways, Genoa 1-1. One, one. Started out at Inter, though. Hey, don't forget that. What's that? He started out at Inter oh, Milan, so, so don't forget more, that. So more of a reason for me and you to go watch a TFC game. <laughs> See our little prodigy there. Um, on to the next game. Verona just completely spanking Udinese for nothing. I, yeah, knew, I, was, I felt Verona was going to win this, but I didn't know they were going to be so convincing, Jules. Yeah, same. For nothing. And they did it with five shots on net. Udine actually uh, played them in the middle of the pitch and, and, and in pretty much all departments. But the finishing from Hellas Verona was just, it was clinical. It and, was. Uh, and Udine's wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the composure in front of the net from Hellas Verona, was, it was like they had an extra second each strike. Uh, they're just, they're, they're terrific at finishing the ball. I don't know what Igor Tudor has them doing, but they just, their finishing's at a different level compared to many teams in City, I would say. No, it is. I, they desperately needed a result here, and they got a very convincing one. Uh, huge for them. What a great bounce back by them. Yes. On to the next game. No surprise here. Sassuolo Roma draw 2 2. Peru um, Patricio, my God. Well, you know what? I hope he continues this form into March so we don't have to play him in yeah, the playoffs. Fair so enough. At this point, I just don't care. Um, but coming coming into this game, though, I, you know, I was. Uh, I guess I got the team sheets mixed up. We thought Tammy Abraham, would he be available or not? We weren't sure. Yeah. Lorenzo Pellegrini came back from injury, so Roma pretty much had a full. Roma had a team. full team, and then Sassuolo, on the, on the other hand, missing both Raspadori and Scamacca. Yeah, so we, you know, naturally you would think Sassuolo is going to struggle. You're missing two of your biggest yeah. goal scorers in the team, and Roma shit the bed. I don't know, like what what is a Roma Romanista think? This for me, this is a after Mourinho goes out and calls out the team, saying they're they're weak mentally, and he, he's doing his. Typical routine that he did at Tottenham Manchester United question the change room and then it all falls apart. Even yeah. getting criticized by Capello and Di Cagno and the media for the remarks and I don't know, Mourinho. What do you think, Christian? I don't know what to think. I 
I just can't see it ever ending good with this guy. It's, it's a another shit. unacceptable performance. It's a shit show. But Sassuolo historically have been a thorn in our side. So it's always usually been a high-scoring affair, Sassuolo-Roma. So I'm not really surprised by this draw. In fact, I think I picked this draw in the pool. So You did. <laughs> I mean, I picked the 2-2 draw. I knew it was going to happen. Roma, just they're not confident right now, and they're not a team. But, but, did, you pick, but did you pick that knowing Skamaka and uh, Raspadori weren't going to be in the team? Well, I checked the lineup before I locked in the pick, and I still went with it. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't. I didn't lock it. I saw that. I saw. I took your strategy, and yeah. I saw the team sheet, and I didn't lock it till I saw the team sheet. And I still said, you know what? It's going to be a draw. Still, that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. This team is the team is mentally weak right now. They don't have those strong characters, those strong leaders. Um, it's a mess. It's a mess right now. It's it's just a mess. It's driving me crazy. But I mean, at this point, I just I can't care. I mean. You know, out of the Coppa Italia, top four hopes are done. And uh, all we have left is the Europa Conference League, so that's really all we can focus on. Seriously, it, penalty, red card against the opposition, missing their two best players, and they still can't. Rui Patricio's got to throw the ball into his own net. It's, I don't know what's going on at Rome. It's, yeah. it's insane. Uh, it's, a, it's a waste of time talking about them, Jules, to be <laughs> honest with you. I'm just so ashamed right now. I just, whatever. Let them do whatever they want. But let's talk about this game, okay? Yep. Let's talk about Atalanta Juve, one one, and uh, what a game! Yeah, I thought it was exciting. I actually watched this with my dad, so <laughs> um, it was funny. Uh, we, obviously, I got there early because we were there for the Super Bowl, and we watched this game together. And uh, I told my dad when uh, Melanowski came out, I'm like, "My God, they got to watch out for this guy." And mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." I said, "Listen," I said, "Anything from us at the 18." If they get let him shoot, it's over. And uh, look what happened. It was a uh, it was a Malinowski rocket. Yeah. But they couldn't hold on. Uh, which is strange because their defense has been terrific. I know Juve. They, you know, Sportiello did make some massive saves on Vlaovic he did. He did. and uh, Dybala, respectively. But Atalanta, it's it's strange because both teams. Atalanta is going to feel more hard done by because they had this in the grasp of their hands. They did. Hans Hattabor missing the chance of the season. Oh, my God, yeah. And Maybe. then, uh, yeah, Atalanta created, I'd say, the better goal-scoring chances. Just the finishing has is, is, uh, been poor. Yeah. Juve probably played, as a team, the best they've played all season. Yeah. But it still wasn't it wasn't good enough. It wasn't <laughs> to, good. It wasn't to win good. to win a, no. to win one of the most important games of the season yeah. for them in the top four. And they throw away their top four. Not yeah. their hopes, but... A massive six-pointer game, and I, as a Juve fan, I I would be on the edge. Like, are you happy with that performance? I know you snatched the point, but I I could tell you one Juve fan is not happy with that performance. Yeah, that, yeah, my dad was my towards. dad was all over Vlahovic yesterday because Vlahovic he was he took way he had so many opportunities, Jules, in this game, and mm-hmm. he took way too many touches, took way too long. It's almost like he panicked. Like, he yes. had clear-cut opportunities. And if that's Vlahovic on Fiorentina, that's going in. But I don't know if it's the stigma of, of, of having that $75 million tag on him and, and being at Juve now because he wasn't very convincing yesterday. He really wasn't. I mean, uh, he he didn't look good, in my opinion. He picked up a yellow card, uh, tried to claim the tying goal at the end, but then after replay, you saw he clearly missed it. And <laughs> Danilo was lucky to get his big noggin on it. Yeah. Um, and then you look at this Juve team. Like I think they're all around a, f- a fantastic team, but I I question Max Allegri's tactics. 
Like to me, the guy running I know. The, the guy running the midfield for Juve yesterday was Weston McKenney. This guy was yeah, on he was phenomenal. He was on fire. The touches, the back pass, like that back pass to Morata. I don't know if you saw it, and Morata yes. missed. Like he was amazing. And in t- time of desperation, you take him off. Like I don't understand that. I don't uh, understand yeah. that. that, that and, then, like, and then Allegri has a big stupid grin at the end of the game when they tie. Yeah, like look at the guys he brought on. He brought on. He took off your. He took off your best player in Weston McKenney. I thought Weston McKenney was the was the best Juve player. I agree with that. Hands down. You bring on Moise Keane, you bring on Ake, and you bring on Arthur. And Quadrado, I understand, because Quadrado's he always co- turns up for those stupid goals. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I just, I don't understand. Like, Morata, to me, he's, I don't know, this guy is, I don't, th- I don't rate him. I don't rate I don't, him. I don't like, either. I don't either. How many opportunities does this guy need? And, you know. We're already like we're. I know we're only two games in with Vlahovic, but I'm like I wasn't convinced yesterday. The guy panicked. That was clear panic because he knew how important yeah. that game was. That was clear panic on the ball. So the guy mentally needs to figure it out. You're a superstar now, buddy. You you, you have to bury those. Seventy five has the limelight on him now. Right? Yeah, seventy five million dollars, right? And uh, and then on the other side, Atalanta, Jules. I mean, Cooper Miners, what a game! Like. Should have I debate of whether Chesney should have got a red card? Uh huh. Because uh, Cooper Miners was on that breakaway. Chesney yeah. doesn't really throw it a tackle. He just kind of jumps both feet in the air. Doesn't stick his arms out or anything, Typical. but takes out. Yeah. Typical Chesney, loose <laughs> cannon, drunk. But he got away with it. Yeah, he got away with it. He some games away. you could see that given. Some games you wouldn't see it given like yeah. this. But what did you think? You think that should have been a red card? Uh yes, it should have been a red card. And I, then what about the? Uh, the Boga chance on Delict. They're saying it was a handball. Uh, I don't know what your opinion's on on, mm, on that. That's a tough call. Yeah. Tough to award that. I think it'd be tough to award that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Atalanta couldn't hold the fort down against Juve. They had it. They had it. They were seconds away. And, uh, you know, yeah, that's, it's, it's, to, it's, me, that's, to me, that's typical Atalanta, Jules. I mean, they just, in the big games, they can never get it done. Yeah. It's not a good. It's not a good result for any team, though. This goes to the Inter-Napoli game. The the Genoa Salernitana game was huge too for relegation, and then it's like in this game too, no one wanted to win. The, the, only, the well, I'll tell you two teams that are very happy about all these ties this week: AC uh, Milan yeah. and Lazio. Those are two teams that yeah. are very happy. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that they're go they go out and play with courage. Yeah. Like I just don't understand these teams. They play not to lose. Yeah. Uh, it's. Yeah, I, I guess I guess it's okay, but I don't know. I'm I'm very surprised by the mentality of some of these teams, the way yeah. they're the way they're <laughs> been playing the last couple of games. Oh yeah, I mean uh, it's a shame, but say la vie and uh, the last game of the week. Last game of the week. Moving on, <laughs> Fiorentina, leaving it to the very end, beating La Spezia two to one. Yes, uh, I from villain to hero, Amrabat. Yeah, and Piantek uh, missing a penalty, and and then uh, and then get, getting the goal. I mean, I thought uh, on Spezia, I thought Provedel played a fantastic game. Yeah, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, Nico Gonzalez carrying Fiorentina. Uh, Piantek's doing well. Uh, there, yeah, he's doing okay. There's do there's some bright there's some bright spots here. Uh, Baragi hitting the post. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
I mean, they, they play a good team game. Spezia had yeah. no business in this game. None. Uh, None. They Fiorentina were lucky to keep walked right over them. Yeah. They were Fiorentina lucky to keep yeah, Fiorentina should have walked all over them. The only chance they had was Amrabat dancing on the on the midline, and then uh, Aguadelo gets pokes the ball off and goes on a breakaway and scores their only shot of the game. So Fiorentina made this a lot harder than it had to be, and that's kind of their story right now. Yeah. They are the more talented team, I'd say, than you know three quarters of the league. They have more talent than three quarters of the league, but they make the games hard to win for whatever they reason. They they can't win convincingly. No, they can't. It's always a struggle. Yeah. It's always a struggle, but that sums up match day twenty-five for you. That was Champions maker... League. Now let's move on. The final, the Champions League. After a long hiatus, we are in the Champions League round of sixteen. Um, we got four games this week. I'll list them and then we'll talk about uh, what we think is going to happen or what we're looking forward to. So yeah, yeah. Uh, on Tuesday, it all takes place. It all starts tomorrow. Uh, Sporting Lisbon will be hosting Manchester City. Paddy Saint Germain hosting Real Madrid. Uh, Salzburg hosting Bayern Munich and Inter hosting Liverpool. Giuliano, what are you what are you looking forward to seeing in this uh, this round of fixtures for uh, the first four matches in the round of sixteen? So two games. Obviously, you no know, Bayern. I think is going to steamroll Salzburg. There's no uh, competition there. They even sent Neuer away to get surgery. Yeah. Uh, so he's going to miss this game. He missed a couple of league games. That's how. They're they're showing no respect to Red Bull by uh, sending their starting goalie out for you know you know surgery that wasn't really necessary. Uh, City is gonna I think steamroll Sporting Lisbon, but the two big games, mm-hmm. obviously, Inter and Liverpool. Um, I'm a bit worried about Inter to be honest. Uh, there's some things I'm not that I'm seeing that I'm not liking, and it's they're playing with so much fear in the in the defense uh, of recent. They're scared of teams that have pace and what does Liverpool have in abundance is pace uh Divrai I think should get the bench he made a lot of big mistakes in the Napoli game Ozzyman completely dominated him and it was because Divrai was scared to get burnt <laughs> with with Ozzyman's pace so I'm, I think Mane and uh Salah is going to be a handful for the inter-defense I think they're gonna I'm not gonna say obliterate or three-man back but I think they're gonna get a comfortable win Liverpool in this game. I hate to say it, but Inter to me have not been convincing against big teams, especially. So I'm going to pick a, a Liverpool win in this game. And the other big match for me, obviously, is the PSG Real Madrid game. That's uh, that's your Hollywood match, right? Ancelotti versus Pochettino. Messi with against the, Madrid. Yeah, Messi against Madrid, against one of his old rivals. I th- obviously, for me, Real Madrid's the the way better team. Uh, I've seen PSG play a few times this year. They play as individuals, not convincing whatsoever. I, I don't really give them much of a chance. I think uh, Real Madrid's going to beat them pretty soundly over the over the two legs. And I'll be curious to see if Italy's backup goalie uh, gets to play. Well, uh, they, he, in these, they did in these say, uh, Pochettino did say that uh, Donnarumma's going to get one of the two games. Yeah, that's good. Italy's, you know, our starting goalie is a backup goalie. But yeah, he's splitting time with Kaylor Navas. Yeah. Sure, the best goalie, you know, in the world. One, one, uh, one of the contenders for best goalie in the world just won his fourth trophy of this of the season already. And this guy's on the bench for PSG, and he was rated the best goal in the world. But sure, uh, but anyway, those that's what I'm looking forward to this yeah. Champions League. Yeah, match week. What do you think? It'll be interesting. I mean, yeah, like you said, two of them are write-offs. I think uh, Sporting Club's going to get smashed. Uh, Salzburg's going to get smashed. P- 
PSG Madrid is going to be interesting to see what happens there. Um, I think it's going to be a lot tighter. Uh, there's a lot of pressure on PSG. This is this is why they have all these players. It's to, it's to win the Champions League. So I think they're going to give Madrid a run. I don't think they're going to lose this game. I think they're going to hold off a draw, and then they're going to have to go get the job done in Madrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Inter, I, Inter, I think, is going to surprise everybody. Uh, I hope you're right. I, hope I, you're I right. think Inter's going to surprise everybody. I think Inter's had their mind set on this. They they want to make a run in the Champions League. There's no doubt about it. I think Liverpool's going to go in this game. Oh, you know, we went in, we took AC Milan out. This is not AC Milan. This is Inter. This is different. This is a, this is a proven war machine, I would say. Mm-hmm. And even when the going got tough for Inter, they still picked up a draw against Napoli. Uh, they still picked up a big victory against Roma and they narrowly lost to Milan in a game that they should have won. So when you think about it that way, it's this is what we got to remember though. No away goals now. Yeah. So you have to win. You have to win. It's a, yeah. And I think you can't draw it. You can't draw an advance anymore. I think you go to penalty shots. Of course. I think Inter knows that. Mm Mm-hmm. They're going to win this game, and then they're going to go and sit back in uh, Anfield. That's what I think is going to happen. That's I, I think, don't know if Nzagi knows how to do that. Well, I think they're going to try at least. They're going to try. So you got to give – I wish them all the best, and uh, I hope they uh, – I hope they uh, they represent the Italian Serie A well. Because I, I hope think so too. They're really our only hope. <laughs> so yeah, I have no faith in the other club. <laughs> so, um, moving on to uh, Europa League. So the Europa League. This is the play-in for the. This is the play-in for the round of sixteen. So we'll call this the round of thirty-two, Jewel. So I'll list off yeah. all eight games. They all take place. They all start on Thursday. Uh, Barcelona, Napoli, Zenit, Saint Petersburg, Betis, Dortmund, Rangers, Sharif, Braga, Porto, Lazio. Sevilla, Zagreb, Atalanta, Olympiacos, Leipzig, and Sociedad. So, Jules, three of our teams are in the plan. Yes, they are. <laughs> so this is yeah. Th- this is this is where Serie can make a statement. Spain has been dominating this trophy trophy for the longest time. Yep. Uh, Napoli is a better team than Barcelona, oh, and yeah, I-, I hope they come out and make a big statement and smash Barcelona. If if this Napoli team, which is one of the best Napoli teams in, in recent seasons, gets rolled over by this Barcelona team, I th- I'm going to lose a lot of respect for Napoli. I hope they really go out there and, and make a statement. I think they can. Lazio, Porto is going to be very tough. I don't think I don't think they're going to do it, to be honest. I think Porto is more cunning and they know how to win games dirty, and I think they're going to they're going to sneak one past us. Atalanta Olympiacos should be pretty straightforward. I don't think Olympiacos, uh, they shouldn't trouble Atalanta too much. I think Atalanta has more about them to beat them. Yeah. Then in regards to the other games, you know, I'm not too invested right now. (laughs) Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, it's really early on in this tournament. Um, it's a real, like once we get to this round of 32, we'll call it, I mean, it's, it's a long way to the final. Um, yes. for the Europa League. Uh, I think Napoli, yes, it, I think the pressure's on them to make a statement against Barcelona. Barcelona, arguably the worst they've been in decades, I would say. Um, this is the opportunity to take them out and make a name for yourself. So I think Napoli needs to do it. If Napoli doesn't do it, yeah, they're they're not the real deal. They're trash. Um, 
So Napoli, pressure's on them. I hope they do it. Uh, in regards to uh, St. Petersburg, Betis not really invested, but the way the Spanish La, way La Liga takes Europa League, I, bet the, I see Betis walking all over St. Petersburg. Uh, Dortmund walking over Rangers. Uh, Braga beating Sheriff. Porto, I do see beating Lazio. Lazio just cares about top four right now. I don't think they care about anything else. They yeah. don't have the depth. To, to, to be able to juggle midweek football and uh, le- like a midweek tournament and uh, weekend City A. So I think they're going to purposely knock themselves out of this. Uh, so Porto for the win there. Sevilla, defending champions, they're back in it. Well, not defending champions. Uh, uh, mainstays in Europa in the Europa League, but probably the team to beat when it comes to the Europa yeah. League. I think Sevilla's most most successful team yeah. in Europa League history, right? Should be straightforward for them against Zagreb. Atalanta should be straightforward for them against Olympiacos, and Sociedad I think is going to beat Leipzig because I don't think Leipzig gives a shit about the Europa League. <laughs> uh, Europa Conference League, uh, no Italian teams there. Uh, Roma has the bye into the round of sixteen, so thankfully they're going to be off in the midweek. Maybe they can work some (laughs) magic of some sort. But we wish all the teams in the Europa Conference League all the best. Uh, We'll definitely start covering it once Roma gets involved. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) Keeping it in the spirit of uh, continental football, uh, two massive, massive uh, two-legged fixtures uh, start in the CONCAF Champions League round of 16. They actually, uh, CONCAF Champions League starts tomorrow. Uh, and it all begins um, the first Canadian team to be going is Club de Foot Montreal paying a visit to Santos Laguna uh, in Mexico in the, of La Liga MX so it's going to be a tough go um, for Club de Foot Montreal but we wish them all the best and on Wednesday Cruz Azul will be paying a visit to Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton as they will be playing Forge in the two-legged tie for the round of 16. So Forge FC, the first ever Canadian Premier League team to be competing in the CONCACAF Champions League. They're, they've only been in existence for three seasons now. And uh, what a way to start off the season. What a statement for Canadian football. Canadian football is is in like a rebirth right now. And uh, the fa- with uh, what the Canadian men's national team is doing and Forge FC going into the CONCACAF Champions League is, is no small feat. So Canada continuing its beautiful rise in men's football. So both for club and and international. So we wish both Forge FC and Club de Foot Montreal all the best in their round of 16 ties. And with that being said, we're going to take it back to Serie A. Because we got match day 26 coming up, and it all starts on Friday, February the 18th, with Juve hosting Torino Jules. Take me della mole. How does this? What a way to start it too. It How is one of the <laughs> one of the most one-sided derbies in uh, yeah <laughs> in the city. Yeah. I don't even know why uh, they call it a derby. It's a joke. It's like Napoli <laughs> playing Salernitana <laughs> or Napoli playing Benevento. Like my oh, God. Yeah. It, it's it's definitely one side. I mean, Torino, for instance, haven't kept a clean sheet in over twenty matches. Uh, so, uh, it, this is Juve's game to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, they're in the better form. Torino, like we said, have not won in the last three matches. Juve have not lost this fixture in 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 six. I mean, uh, sorry, they're on a six game winning streak. Sorry, uh, mm-hmm. they have not lost this fixture in fifteen matches. So, 
I think it continues here. I really don't give uh, Torino too much of a chance. Uh, no chance at all. Yeah. No chance easy, at all. So easy Juve win. I, Juve's at home, too, on top of it. Yeah. So, Juve for this game. I agree. Juve for this game. Then, Saturday, match the second match, Sampdoria hosting Empoli. How do you see this game, Jules? Do we see Sebastian Jovinko make his Serie A I hope so. I hope so. This is Gianpaolo going to be heading back to his former team, Ampoli, in Genoa, the Luigi Ferrari's uh, stadium. I, this is going to kind of be a test to see if Sampdoria for real. I, I, that's a solo game for me. It was a total fluke, that 4-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed their true colors against Milan. And it's going to be a tough call this game. But uh, Ampoli, Sampdoria, I'm not convinced by either team. And I think you might see a draw here. I think both teams are, are scared to play their brand of football right now. Yeah. What do you think? No, I agree. Uh, I don't. I'm not convinced by Sampdoria. Empoli are in a rotten run of form, but I don't think Empoli are. I don't think Empoli are in such bad form that they'll lose to uh, Sampdoria. Yeah. So I think uh, a draw is in the cards here. Up next, Roma hosting Hellas Verona. So, tricky game for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> tricky game. Um, to be honest with you, I think our rotten run continues. I don't see Roma beating Hellas Verona in this wow. game. Hellas Verona has been historically a really tough team for us to beat. Um, they just smashed Udinese 4 nothing, so they are sky high in confidence. Uh, Roma just leaking way too many goals. There's way too many problems at the back. There's way too many problems confidence-wise. I just think it, it's it's a mess. So I don't see Roma losing this game, but I don't see uh, them winning this game. So I'm actually going to call a draw in this game. How do you see this game, Jules? Draw is interesting. I know. I think Roma will struggle. This is one of the best offensive teams, right, Verona? So if uh, Sassuolo can score two goals with their backup players, I think Verona will do some damage. And I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with. It. I think Verona, yeah, either a draw or or a win for Verona in this match here. Yeah. Doesn't look good for Roma. Yeah, Roma, they're. Honestly, think I think Mourinho he's put so much pressure on the players; they're too scared to make mistakes now. Yeah, I uh, think so. It, it's come to that point. You, you once you have that on your mind and you can't play with freedom, it's it's done. And I think Mourinho, I think he's done too much damage to the confidence of the Roma the Roma players. Oh yeah, absolutely, I agree with you. So we're both telling you not to take Roma to win. Um, on to the next game. Uh, right now, a managerless Salernitana hosting AC Milan. <laughs> one one way traffic, unless Pirlo comes in. <laughs> oh, it's one way traffic. Whether he comes in or not, it's one way traffic. Um, I think if Andrea Pirlo comes in, I don't think they're gonna get they're gonna lose as bad, but they're definitely gonna lose. I'm taking AC Milan in this game. Yeah, AC Milan, no no question about yeah, it. They, this is all they got now. They got the they got the city out of focus on. They got a they got a lead. They want to keep that pressure on Inter, who have a tricky game, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. So. They got to win this game. It's all all eyes point to AC Milan in this game. Yes. Uh, up next Sunday, a very tricky game. Fiorentina hosting Atalanta. Yeah. When... What do we think is <laughs> going to happen here? And this is at the Stadio Termio Franchi That's in right. Firenze. And if they were to win, this would put them at, uh, what, 42 points, right? So, and two points behind Atalanta, believe it or not, who are sitting in fifth. So this could... This could put them kind of in the race for top four, a big victory here. Oh, yeah. But we know when these teams get to that top four fight and they get close, we know what happens. They 
fall apart. The wheels fall right off the bus. And I see that happening again with Fiorentina. I don't think when it comes to the big games, these guys don't have the stomach to win. Okay. What do you think here? I disagree. I think uh, I think Fiorentina. Fiorentina's actually had Atlanta's number for a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlanta struggle mightily against Fiorentina, and I think Fiorentina wants to make a statement. And uh, man, what a statement it would be if they do it. So I am going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. I am going to believe in them one more time, and I am going to give Fiorentina the victory in this game. So I'm telling yes. you to take Fiorentina. And this is a quick. Uh, replay after the Coppa Italia That's right. defeat too, right? So something to think about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Up next, another relegation battle for Genoa, who are paying a visit to Venezia. Giuliano? Oof, I don't even know what to think about <laughs> I know. I don't know what to think about this game either. Um, all I know is that Genoa need to win. <laughs> they need to start winning a game. Blessing, uh, he has a team playing good, very hard to break down. They were their own worst enemy in that game against Salernitana. I think, I I still think if if you go from fifteenth place down to twentieth, I think they are probably playing the best football team wise. I know Cagliari are doing pretty good, but I'd say Genoa are the best defensively, best in the midfield, best offensively, minus the goals. That's the only thing that's missing from the game. If they can get it together, go on a little bit of a run, they'll be out of relegation, no problem. Mm-hmm. You would have to imagine this would be the game to do it because if you lose this game or you draw, it's just it's only going to get harder and harder. This is a must-win for Genoa, and I I think uh, I think they they could get it here. I do. Ah, on the other hand, I think Venezia, they know that if they want to stay in Serie A, they got to win this game because this will keep a team down there for them. Um, this is a game for them to win. Uh, they're at home too, which traditionally is a fortress for them. Hasn't been mm-hmm. recently. Uh, coming off a massive win against Torino, Genoa, I think, are still going to struggle. They're going to be tough. They're going to be a tough nut to crack. I, I honestly think that both teams are going to they're going to draw. I think they're gonna. I yeah. just see a draw in this game, and I think Venezia will be more happier with the draw than Genoa. And at the end we of the day, see, we got to see one of these teams show up and play with some fortitude. We have to. We do. Like, this is your this is your season on the line. You got one win all goddamn season. You gotta even Venezia like, the, and you've got to consider who's above them. Cagliari have a big game against Napoli. Sampdoria have a tough game. You know, so this is your chance, Venezia, to get out. So you hope they go to play for the win. And Genoa, too, it's your chance yeah. to close the gap on these teams that are most likely going to lose. So, well, still, I think at the end of the day, we're going to be disappointed. Yeah. And they're going to draw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Up next, Inter Sassuolo. Uh, Tell no, me, this, take me through this game, Jules. This used to be a tricky fixture for Inter back uh, a few seasons ago when we were uh, terrible, the mid uh, of, of the last decade. Uh, recently, it's been one-sided. Inter been dominating this fixture. I think it continues. I'm not too worried about. I'm not too worried about it, to be honest. I think Inter get an, an easy win here, um, and they beat the Swallow. Yeah, Inter have to win this game. I mean, facing especially facing Milan smashes Salernitana. Like I think they are. Inter has to win this game to keep up. So Swallow is just so bad defensively. You know they're going to concede a goal. Yeah. And you can see it against Inter. They're most likely going to score two. So. Yeah. So Swallow, unless they learn how to play defense all of a sudden, I don't give them a chance. No, it's going to be Inter win. So we're both trying to take the Inter win. 
And uh, Sunday afternoon, we have Udinese hosting Lazio here. What do we big see? Big game here? for Udinese. But yeah, big game for Udinese. This is an, another team above Cali di Sampdori who could get dragged into the relegation battle yeah. uh, if if they lose this to Lazio. And these games at the bottom of the table are, are getting tricky. And, and Lazio, this is another chance for them to get closer to Atalanta and Juve. And it looks like they will be making that run at the end of the season. And I think. Yeah, uh, it happens here. Uh, Udinese has now been playing more offensively since uh, since Trophy kind of got rid of the defensive system. He's now playing more on the forefoot, and I think that's going to backfire against Lazio. Lazio, they find those gaps and they can pick any team apart, and I think they do it again. Yeah, I think so too. I think Lazio are going to smash Udinese. I, that's why I don't think they're going to do much in Porto. They're going to rotate their squad on Thursday in the Europa League, and they're going to keep their starters fresh for that game against Udinese, and they're going to run rampant on them. So mm-hmm. Lazio for me for the win. Uh, Monday we got two games. Cagliari hosting Napoli, Jules. Oof. What do we see happening here? Tricky, tricky fixture for Napoli. Very uh, tricky fixture. Cagliari's in form. We're at home in Cagliari, Unopodomis Stadium. I... I, I don't know who to choose here. Cagliari are very capable of getting a draw. I don't think they'll win, mm-hmm. but they definitely can upset Napoli's party and, and, and put a draw, uh, give them another draw in that draw column. So I'm going to I'm gonna give Napoli... No, no well, actually, I'm going to give Cagliari the draw here because I think Napoli... I think that Barcelona is going to... That Barcelona fixture is going to overwhelm them, and uh, I think they're going to be pretty tired chasing the ball. You took, around, the, uh, you took the words yeah. right out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, <laughs> I just think Cagliari have all week to focus on this game. They're at home, they're in form. Napoli playing Barcelona midweek. They just came off like a one-one draw against Inter. They they don't have enough gas in the tank, I think, to to, to beat Cagliari here. So I think Cagliari and Napoli are gonna draw. And this is Mazzotti getting a chance to go against his you know his uh, his former team. And we know Spalletti. This has always been his problem. Yeah. When it comes to the big games to get points, he f- flops. He drops points all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And I guess that chance. So, yeah, and so we're both trying to take the draw, and then we got the final game, which is a snooze fest. I don't think anybody cares about this game. Bologna another, hosting Spazio. another another Monday night Spazio game. <laughs> yeah, seriously, what's why, why are they getting all the Monday night games? Because they're maybe because of a small fan base, but uh, <laughs> Bologna they they have to crack this duct of not winning. They have to. They've been absolute trash. They haven't won since uh, the 22nd of December against the Swallow. Believe it, three nothing. They were able to beat a mm. team, and it and it was the Swallow. I think here they they finally win another game. Yeah, they they can't possibly go six games without a result. Well, I think they can, Jules. I I don't think I don't think Spezia's going to drop two games in a row, especially against a terrible Bologna. I don't think they're going to lose. I I think a draw is in the cards for this and. Uh, Bologna continue their winless streak, and Spezia mm-hmm. will be okay with the draw. So that's my call on the game. So Giuliano's trying to take Bologna. I'm telling you to take the draw in the final game of match day 26, and that is it. Match that's day, it. That's it. So we got a lot of football. We covered a lot of ground <laughs> in a short <laughs> span of time. Uh, so there's a lot of football this week. To all our listeners, th- again, thank you so much for, for, for all your love and support. We greatly appreciate it. We hope you enjoy all the games this week. Uh, you know, we wish all of our City clubs all the best, all six of them in their 
well don't disappoint please yeah <laughs> but yeah exactly um it's the three in europa league and the one in champions league uh, we wish them all the best in uh in the europe adventure and hopefully they represent us well hopefully they can give their fans they can give the city of fans something to to be happy about on the european stage for the first time in a very very long time yes uh, so if that's not enough enjoy match day 26 we could be talking about new leaders enter we could be talking about remaining leaders ac milan we could be talking about some shifting down at under at the bottom of the table Roma could be out of uh, Roma could be way out of Europe at by the, by the end of match day twenty six. Fiorentina could knows? be within arm's reach. Like there's a lot, there's there'll be a lot to discuss after match day twenty six. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, th- listen, this is the one of the only leagues with the title race left. Yeah, this late out of the big five. So, yeah. so City has been top notch this year. It's been, it's been fantastic. So enjoy the games, enjoy it. We'll be back next week. And until next time, ciao ragazzi. Ciao ragazzi.